uh, welcome to this bonus episode for TCK VOF. And we are going to do a review. It's going to be very casual. <laughs> Today I have Jonathan and Elizabeth, and my name is Anna. We are going to do just a kind of a discussion review of how of what we thought about you know season two from planning and to recording What was your favorite episode, would you say? Ladies first. I think my favorite episode was actually the faith and sexuality. Because yeah, it was I really fun. Like that one. Yeah, it was fun meeting someone famous. <laughs> and on a more serious note, I think I actually, like, that's one of the episodes where I really learned a lot. And I read like his two books and they're so good. I just finished like <laughs> the other one. And I feel like I just learned a lot from that episode. And I learned a lot about even how phrasing different things can really like affect people's communication. Like instead of saying same sex attracted, how sometimes it's helpful to say gay, celibate, Christian. It was just really fun to get to do that with him. Yeah, it, it was really cool. Y'all probably don't know about it, but I do the recording um, and so I'm very much in the background with people all the time even though you technically can't really hear me and so I was with Elizabeth and it was cool to have in someone who was a very good writer and um, I think he's he was very bold to come out and not only to share about his experience but to be known by that even though that you know it could make him very much an uh, outcast in a lot of ways. Yeah, Anna is the rare person of us who gets to listen to everything um, yes. fully on all of the, and gets to hear all the fun mistakes. So yeah, I really, I enjoyed that episode. I made a point of listening to the episodes I was not involved in, but so I really enjoyed <laughs> that episode. The one that I liked that I did was probably both of the multi-ethnic ones just because uh, I really pushed for that in planning primarily just for my benefit. Like I was purely <laughs> selfish on that regard. <laughs> just yeah. because uh, being in a multi-ethnic marriage and not having a lot of, like growing up in a predominantly white area and even all my friends who aren't necessarily white are more adopted or raised by white people and less multi-ethnic. I think there's one multi-ethnic couple in my parents' church that we're really connected with and friends with. Mm -hmm. So being able to hear from other multi-ethnic and biracial kids about their experience and then like learn from, you know, benefit of this podcast, learn from their parents' yeah. mistakes and their parents' successes and potentially emulate it in as my wife and I figure out, as Purity and I figure out our former family. I always forget that like, I've been on the podcast, so like listeners are like aware of who my <laughs> wife is. <laughs> yeah, 
Speaking of that, I really actually enjoyed the marriage one too. Like even mm-hmm. thinking about the favorites, I'm like, I don't know which one I like more. But like having Jonathan and Purity and then my friends, Jason and Abby Keel, like they've been huge influences in my life. So it was just really fun having them all on. And I feel like I can learn a lot about that future application. Currently, it's not helpful, but in the future, it will be helpful. Yeah, and we kind of did that as a grand finale um, mm-hmm. because that was actually the last one we recorded. So, yeah, I'm going to stop using my <laughs> the accent thing. <laughs> it's weird, like, when everyone else is, you know, I, I can do an American accent. <laughs> Fun uh, cruise, a small world kind of thing. I didn't realize my parents actually knew the keels. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember how, but like I came back after they listened to the marriage episode. They're like, oh, how do you know them? And I was like, "How? Do, I don't know them, but how do you know them? And that led into a, oh, who are the other two interviewers? And like, where are they located? And my mom was like, my parents were like, oh, I wonder if they know this person who's like in this ministry and crew in like Arizona or who's in this ministry in Illinois or wherever. And it was just really funny. All the ways, like if you have missionary friends, they're missionary parents, they're just always like, oh, I know this person who is in this. Maybe they know them. And it's this connection and that. And that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even I found out, or my mom actually knows Abby Keel's parents because her parents were on staff. So it's just a really small world. It's hilarious, though. I think, like, I really liked the episode on TCK's parents. I think in Asian culture, like, there is a lot of respect for people who are older and that they're considered to be, like, wise and more experience and I've learned that in other cultures that it's not you know always like the perspective but I think there's always a somewhere deep down me that you got to learn from people who are older and to have people who are in different stages of life as parents I think yeah and I'm someone who like I need to be thinking ahead to do things like way long before it actually happens where I was like, I'm just never ready. I was like, hmm, yeah. But then I, I'm single, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, um, next question. What do you think was the most challenging or hardest one to be recording, the last one? So actually, the TCK and parenting episode was, was probably the hardest one oh, for me really? because, like, the technical difficulties, like, Oh, yeah. On the call, they had to use their phones because they didn't know how to use Zoom because there was just like a generational gap. And so that was just like hard navigating that a little bit because, like, I was so used to it being simple, like on Zoom, like, I was getting used to doing interview style that way. And so Mm -hmm. to like have to like adapt was just really difficult for me, I think. Yeah, I remember I would like call one of the ladies like half an hour before recording and rehearsal. And so to help her get on to the Zoom call. (laughs) But I'm glad it worked out. It was like fun having them, though, because they're a lot older, like one of them was in her 80s. But it was just really funny being reminded of just the generational gap, even just with technology, you know? Mm hmm. Mine was probably the effect on future families with Stephen, partially just having to trying to differentiate in enough of the TC cases parents episode specifically. I remember there was a lot of 
conversations when scripting the episode and figuring out the questions was like how to make it different from just like we've already done one on parents so we don't really talk about like parenting and then that kind of made it a little difficult too because it was focused more on like breaking cycles of trauma and it went in directions that I really enjoyed and it was a really good conversation but just kind of getting there and then just possibly my fear of like questioning the biblicalness of missions on a crew sponsored podcast was a little mm-hmm. daunting being like mm-hmm. our mission's biblical <laughs> for crew which is like the missionary yeah. center of like america yeah. So. yeah i remember having that conversation i remember talking about it and we thought like you know we could be just honest about it you know missions uh, it is a good thing but you know there's a yeah, things like that you have to uprooting and transitions and a lot of those things are mentally challenging. Yeah. It's a legit question. Specifically that idea of like who is called the family or just the parents and like do the kids yeah. have it? Like that was a that was the direction we went that I don't know if it, it was in either practice. I don't know if it actually made it into the episode, but that was a direction we went that was I hadn't really thought of before of like who is called? Is it the parents or is it the family? Like, are you just kind of like grafted into your parents' calling? And if so, like, how does that? Yeah, that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah because technically, as the kid, you can't, you don't really, even if like the parents can ask the kid for permission, like it's always the parent that makes the decision. It is a one way of like growing up. So, yeah, but even like differentiating that between. Like me, I had no choice in the matter because my parents, I was born on the mission field and that's where I was as opposed to my sister's boyfriend whose parents are in Eastern Europe right now. But when they left, their youngest was like 10 and they like asked and they prayed as a family and they did not decide to go unless each child felt called by God to be going to Mm -hmm. Eastern Europe. Like that was, and it was just like, just the differences in that even of like, my parents probably would have done that if we had the choice, but we didn't and what does that yeah so yeah that's interesting I've never really thought about that I just felt like I went through a lot of different transitions growing up and I lived uh, like with my grandparents for a while on both sides and it was a time that there was a lot of renovation and so they had to move and stuff it was always that way that I'm kind of like the parents, the grandparents take me to places and Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's like, okay. And I never really thought like that was anything different from like how anyone else has lived until like actually growing up and being an adult and processing and like, oh, that actually did make a, like an impact on me psychologically. Um, I think for me, the most challenging, I think the international adoptee one was most challenging for me. I've always like, I haven't had like conversations with international adoptees related to that aspect. And and also like thinking about it in that way of like their culture, you know, as someone for me, like I have Western culture in me, but then I'm not Western enough. And then I don't have parents to prove that I'm anything different. And so it was like, oh, like international adoptees, you know, like they are different. And look, their parents are white. They can't even even prove it. You know, their parents look different from them in most cases. 
Yeah, because I've always, you know, interacting with international adoptees as like, even though no matter what color they are, you know, with the country, the culture, the parents' culture they grew up in, and I just kind of interact with them by kind of blurring of what they look like on the outside and trying approaching them that way and you know explaining them of like cultural nuances and stuff assuming that they don't know anything yeah so I think that was a, a challenging one for me that was a fun one too it was interesting that was challenging on a less content wise just because I felt like I had to do a lot more filler as an interviewee on a few of those um, as an interviewer just because the people they had good things to say but they were very very concise in the way they said it which made for time going really really well but but it was good because i got to share some of my ideas too so i like that episode. yeah last question what surprised you about like this whole season? I would say the direction that the episodes went, because I think the benefit of, the, of us doing it in a group setting, but even like the individual ones as well, but us doing it more in a group setting, coming from the previous podcast that I did with TCK Tales, check it out, it's great. Uh, <laughs> But it was one-on-one single stories, which uh, I had a little bit more control and kind of knew where the story would go. And whereas opposed to this one, it's just people bouncing off each other and just like you can you can script the questions and kind of have a general idea. But then just the insights and the distinctions that people would bring to various things would take the conversation into directions I didn't expect and was pleasantly surprised in tangents to continue and go through and just even like the way I remember in the first multi-ethic episode just like all of the panelists just jumping off each other really really well and tying in with each other really really well which was very much unintentional and that was the first time I was like oh this is gonna be actually fun (laughs) that was the first episode I'd interviewed as well but I was like oh so this is okay this is gonna be cool like KP kept jumping on. He was like, I really like what you said. And now I'm going to add on to this thing. (laughs) But yeah, just, yeah. So I was really surprised with the direction it went and the way that distinct stories kind of came together really, really well and added things well. I guess for me, I was just maybe surprised at how much I learned I think from it I feel like being the interviewer sometimes you go into just some situations feeling like okay I'm here to like help other people learn from it I'm here to record the podcast so other people can hear other people can learn but it's like I guess I was surprised at like how much I also learned not just from like the ones I did but the ones I listened to that Jonathan did like learning a lot about multi-ethnic culture like and just different things that I didn't really know a lot about beforehand Mm -hmm. yeah I think like I learn a lot through all of the episodes as well I think what surprised me the most was how with the TCK versus like you know CCK kind of concept ish in first season I wasn't really quite sure how to navigate that I just felt like I yeah, yeah, I really wanted to have 
a lot of different people come on but I didn't know if like how are we going to like you know that we know what we're doing like we have like this niche and but then we also can expand it in a way that when different people come on that you know it's still relevant to what we're doing well I feel like Jonathan probably have done a lot of research in the past of like with multi-ethnic and international adoptees and using TCK for all the CCKs, you know, and then when I was doing things with Elizabeth, like Elizabeth was using that. And I think like I was kind of like, I think God was kind of moving in my heart that I feel like I wanted to do that as well. It's, it was like we kind of converged together of like, yeah, like there is a third culture that everyone has, but it's different and to approach it that way. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our bonus episode. I love the discussion just now and the debrief. So we're in the process of recording season three. Please stay tuned for the upcoming season in the fall. I hope you all have a good rest of the week.